Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, the 14th of February. Today, the Aussies failed despite Dave Warner's heroics. The fate of footy in Tassie lies with the politicians, and Tiger Woods spreads his merchandise wings. But first... It was the friendly wrestle that threatened an overseas adventure. Yeah, we're embarrassed. We fully take ownership of what happened. Um, we're a really tight group. We, we understand uh, it's not a good look, but um, we're there as mates. It started out as a playful fight. Um, you know, a little bit of wrestle that got a little bit heated, but there was no one injured. Um, we understand it's not a good look in the public eye. And, uh, we take ownership of that. Brisbane Broncos captain Adam Reynolds fronted the media yesterday alongside his wrestling buddy and vice-captain Pat Carrigan, as you heard, accepting full responsibility for Sunday's incident, which saw the two men overhydrated after a fan day before getting their wrestle on in front of a full view of the public before police were eventually called. Oh, clearly it was time for me to go home and accept responsibility for that. We had a really positive day here as a club and the support that we've had from our members is has been amazing and um, yeah we had a few beers together as a group but like Adam said we're a really tight bunch um, especially myself and Adam got a lot of respect for him he's like a big brother to me and I've learned a lot from him so um, yeah mate I, I set responsibility for that and um, obviously the timing's not ideal but I've always got you know, his back and he's always got mine and um, yeah, as a club I've been And while the two players were prepared to fall on their swords and accept the consequences, their coach wasn't prepared to let members of the media sink their boots into his on-field leaders. Everyone makes mistakes. I'm sure you've made a couple in your life where you're a bit special and you haven't made one. We saw the work of the players here on, on Sunday with the fans and sponsors and members. Uh, so they're doing a lot of good things, our boys. It's unfortunate this has been highlighted the way it has and it, and it happened, but our guys, I'm really proud of uh, their efforts and their genuine um, love for the club and also the love for the people that support this club. So they're dis- that's why they're disappointed more than anything else, is they let some people down and that's, that's never nice. But despite Kevy's protest, the question is now, what's next? The NRL's Integrity Unit is currently investigating the incident and will hand down a punishment, if any, in due course, at which point it's expected the Broncos will also hand down some sort of punishment to the players. But the most pressing question is, will the punishment involve Carrigan and Reynolds missing the plane to Las Vegas for the season opener? They're staying home. The word on the Rugby League street is that the pair will be fined but won't be suspended from the Vegas adventure. And with that sort of luck... Reynolds and Carrigan should put some money on red when they do get to Sin City. At 37 years of age, David Warner isn't quite done punishing international attacks just yet. Bang. Straight into him, first ball. Welcome to the bowling crease. Six. 50 up for David Warner. He was swinging at everything and then timed a cut. Hasn't looked back since. 50 from 25. A 26th. T20 International Half Century. Warner played a lone hand yesterday in Perth as he blasted 81 runs off 49 deliveries to keep the Aussies in the hunt in their final T20 match against the West Indies for the summer. But ultimately, it wasn't enough. Beautifully bowled. Romario Shepard knocks over Maxwell. And you would think Australia, 5 for 152. It's been great all-round cricket by the tourists. If you're only as good as your last performance, the Windies will go home with a spring in their step after taking a 37-run win thanks to a player of the match performance from Andre Russell. It's oh, a good hit, as we've seen for some time, from Andre Russell. Just pumps it straight down the ground. Look out if you're in the crowd. 
Russell smacks 71 runs off just 29 deliveries, helping the West Indies to a menacing total of 220, which was a mountain too great for the Aussies to climb. But the biggest story was post-match, where Warner confirmed that after retiring from Test cricket this summer, he will be hanging up his national colours for good after this year's T20 World Cup, and that yesterday was in fact his final ever international match on home soil. He's hoping Davey gets to lead the international game a winner. The people of Tassie have been screaming for a footy team of their own for as long as they've had foreign reception that's good enough to reach the mainland. And finally last year, it seemed as though they had gained some traction. I'm proud and excited to announce the awarding of the 19th licence to play in the AFL and AFLW competitions to Tasmania. Former AFL CEO Gil McLaughlin almost 12 months ago making the huge announcement that, yep, Tassie can have its own team, and that team can play in the AFL. But with one huge if. If you build it, he will come. you got to build a new stadium, Tassie, otherwise the deal's off. And that all seemed fine until yesterday. Jeremy Rockcliffe is worried Parliament will be ungovernable amid political pushback over the cost of Tasmania's AFL stadium and team. Tassie Premier Jeremy Rockliffe pulled the trigger on an early election after two former members of his party quit to sit as independents, meaning that the Liberal government is now a minority government. The election wasn't due until the middle of next year, but instead it will happen next month, and the question of the new AFL stadium will be right at the heart of it. It's too much money. The opposition has long insisted the project is too expensive and that the money could be better spent helping the cost of living crisis on the Apple Isle. And now, if they're victorious next month, they could possibly quash the stadium plans and the footy hopes and dreams of the Taswegians in the process. Over the last three decades of golf, there is one site that has struck fear into the hearts of golfers everywhere, and that's a man named Tiger wearing his Sunday red. Straight up. Oh, yeah, look at this, Peter. Look at this shot. Look at this. Might go in. Might go in. Might go in. It is in. <laughs> that was incredible. Does that remind you of anybody? If Woods was in contention come Sunday and wearing that famous red shirt emblazoned with the Nike swoosh, it was a matter of when, not if, he'd be lifting the trophy. And as well as winning tournaments, Tiger in red was good business too. The partnership with Nike helped make him one of the richest athletes on the planet. But all good things must come to an end. Well, I think it's the right time. It's the right time in my, my life. Um, it's transitional. Um, I'm no longer a kid anymore. Life changes. I have kids. And... This is an important transition part of my life, and I want to have something that I am proud of, a brand that I'm proud of going forward. After parting ways with the biggest brand in sports less than a month ago, yesterday the 15-time major winner Woods launched his very own brand and logo, Sunday Red. It started with mom. Mom thought, being a Capricorn, that my power color was red, and so I wore red as a junior golfer, and I won some tournaments. and. Lo and behold, this is, it's weird. I, I go to a, uni, a university that is red, Stanford's red. Uh, we always wore red on the, the final day we, that we played every single tournament, and then every single tournament I've played as a professional, I've worn red. This, this logo, this tiger, it, it means something. Uh, uh, each stripe means something, and it means all the majors that I've won, all 15 of them. If I happen to win another major championship, uh, you were the first one to um, to know that we're going to have to re redo the trademark. Woods was quick to point out that if a miracle occurs and he does manage to add a 16th major victory at 48 years of age or older, he'll be looking to change the logo and trademark to reflect it quick smart. Woods makes his return to the PGA Tour this week at the Genesis Invitational in LA. 
And that is your fast finding the sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.